On this Brian Golf Show, Mel and I are going to do a Q&A, which I guess, you know, we went to Instagram and we're like, hey, anybody got any questions? We're going to answer them. And I think it's what you do and you basically are like, I don't know what we're going to talk about, so let's just kind of see what everybody wants to know, right? It's my favorite thing. It's kind of scary, though, what people want to know. But that's fun. Like that for me, that's fun because I like to like know what people's brains are thinking. All right, we're doing it next. The Brian Golf Show. Four. Presented by Cobra Puma Golf. That was an excellent shot. Yeah, real good form. Q&A. It's going to go like this, all right? I will answer a question and then Mel will answer a question. Now, deep, deep down, like I should have given you my phone and you should have given me yours. And we should swap and be like, you could be sexy question lady voice. And I could have been professional man broadcaster voice, you know, for your questions. But I don't have that kind of voice. You actually do. Let's be real. All right. So everyone is always like when when I talk to her, like, oh, yeah, I can tell you we're on the radio. And it's like, no, I do not have the quintessential radio voice. But you, on the other hand, I can say this because, and here's a little tidbit into the radio world, all right? Those bits and everything that you hear on the radio, I'll just tell you some of my favorite morning shows out there. They're all doing fake bits. Those are like actors. Mel has the perfect voice for that person, that that DJ, that personality that's like, hey, uh, hey, hey, Melissa, can I call you at like 8.05 and can I put you on the air and I need you, you to say this? You did that when we started dating and I, I hated it. Because you sound you perfect. Like, oh my God, I need you for this bit. I need you for this bit. And I'm like, seriously, it got to where I knew. Like <laughs> I knew when you were calling, I'm like, oh my God, you're going to ask me to do another bit with you. All the time, right? So look, that's the kind of voice you have. But so- does everybody hate their, like- I hate hearing my voice. Oh, 100%. Does everybody hate hearing their voice? 100%. I hate hearing my voice. I've always hated my voice. And I've heard, I know when my voice is good and when it's not. And very rarely do I have like my good voice. I know when your voice, I'll tell you. I'll go, whoa, no, I don't like that. (laughs) I don't Whatever you just did, I don't like it. All right, that happens a lot. You actually talk a lot of a lot of shit when we get on the air. So Q and A. All right, I'm just gonna kind of pick down the line a few, but we'll go back and forth. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Let's Are do you? It. Do you want the honors? You go ahead, ladies um, first. I gotta pull mine up. So all right, if you've got yours pulled up. Then all right, go for pull it. pull up. Pull, pull it up. up. Pull it up. Um. All right. So from Chris Schnee, what's your favorite part? about working for club champion. I'm going to start with this one because I had a uh, banner day. Today was a great day. I'm not going to name names, but I was able to work with a PGA tour winner, a three or four time PGA tour winner. And, um, you know, a buddy of mine on the PGA tour just kind of came in, popped in. So on any given day, you know, we've got players that are on PGA tour just coming in and out. And I don't think you get that at every club champion. I think, you know, being in Jacksonville the home of the PGA tour is really unique. So If I'm being honest, the absolute number one, my favorite part is working with the best players in the world because I get to learn a lot about what I do and what they do. And I I really get to tap into what makes them great. That's really cool. And then obviously, you know, getting a player that comes in, maybe their expectations aren't as high as, you know, a PJ Tour player and they just want to hit the ball a little bit better. I like that part of it, the customization and getting someone a set of clubs that is built for one person, and that is the person coming in getting fit for clubs. Hopefully you. I'm not going to be able to say everybody's handle because I can read, but sometimes I don't understand these. So um, the first one, though, is CarCrazy416. He says, have you played golf in Ontario, Canada? And if so, what courses? I have not played up there yet, but the goal is hopefully next year we're going to do some more traveling and we get to Canada in the summer. I want to go see TXG. Um, I want to go see Ian, and I know Johnny Wonders up there in Toronto. I was going to say, right, and Johnny. Like that's the, the, the plan is to go and visit Johnny and maybe get some people together and play some golf a couple of days. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I want to, I, I think we could do that. Canada, like Canadians love me. We love, well, we love our Canadians. I don't know how many pairs of shoes we sold to Canadians. Um, probably 20 or 30 pairs of shoes. And we now know how it's, uh, how we ship to Canada. We've, right. it's not even about shoes. We've shipped a ton of Sorry, stuff. Sorry, Canadians. Canada. We love you, but. Uh, apparently the U.S. mail does not. <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's ridiculous. Tough. And you know what, though? Actually, the market doesn't love Canada because that's yeah. why they would come. They'd be like, oh, my gosh, we can't get this cool stuff yeah. in Canada. So they would come to us and take advantage. But Canada, that would be great next year, right? Yeah. All right, let's make that happen. Uh, how about this? Uh, deciding on new wedges, just ordered Callaway Mac Daddy. Thoughts on feel? I think that's really funny um, because he just said he ordered Callaway Mac Daddy's but he's deciding on new edges. So it sounds like his decision has already been made and he's asking for my stamp of approval. This is Jinsky. Well, Jinsky, 
I'm going to assume you were fit for those properly in soul and grind. You got the finish that you liked, whether it's the, what is it, tour gray, which I think is actually really awesome looking. And then they've got like a satin chrome that looks pretty good as well. Uh, if you like the wedge and it performs well for you, then more power to you. But there's a lot of wedges out there. I know Titles just revealed the SM8s. Cobra's got some stuff coming. I'm sure Cleveland's going to come out with a replacement for the RTX 4 here soon. So a lot of good wedges out there. You didn't pick some bad ones. I'll tell you that much. There you go. Gaskins Adam says, favorite club in the bag. So my favorite club used to be my driver because that's literally like all I would hit. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> like, club you'd hit. Driver, 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 driver. Period. Um, no matter I, what, part three, I driver. hated my irons though. Like despise them. They were great irons. I just couldn't hit them very well. Um, I was fit for them. I just suck when it comes to irons. But I recently... Um, switched and I am now playing the T-Rails and the seven iron is now my favorite club. I don't know if that's a good answer or a bad answer. That's just my answer. I'm still not like great with it. I'm learning how to use it, but it's a fun club and I like to use it. Seven iron is your jam. Yeah. Yeah. You can hit it anywhere from 80 yards to 110 yards and your driver goes like 130. So <laughs> Right on a good day. I, just, I think I've seen 161. One time, maybe. Actually, it was probably- <laughs> But I'm in the gym and I'm squatting and I'm going to be better. It was probably at Hammock Beach. Yeah. When you're, we got video of it, you hit like a toe burner that just- I mean, it flew 100 yards at least, but then it just ran for days. I'm playing so much more golf next year. I'm going to be so good. We're going to play so much golf in 2020. I hope yeah. you're so ready. Like, yeah. we're going to be really good. We're going to play in a uh, a husband-wife event, and we're going to win. Yeah, totally. Not. <laughs> we cool. did. I mean, we did do really good in that one event, and I hang on to that one event because it's the only one I played with you. Yeah, you had to use, we had to use your ball in a two-man scramble like yeah. three or four times minimum. Yeah, we did Minimum. Well. I was impressed, actually. We placed, what, second? No, I don't know. We we shot. Well, we, we what it was was she's talking about a two man scramble, and then you get a blind draw for your partners. So we didn't do too bad. We won money though because yeah. I got that eagle yeah. on our oh, first here we hole. Go. Let me talk about myself. Well, <laughs> you know what? I made an eagle, and last time I checked, whatever. Uh, yeah, last time I checked, you didn't. So whatever. I made us money. I'm the one that put money in our bank account and put food on the table that night. Whatever. Actually, I think we spent all that skins money on beer. Yeah. Probably. That night at the club. So uh, from Pechorin three, Rob Greer. I, I do you say it Pechorin? I man, don't know. I don't know. I think it's like a Game of Thrones reference I don't know or what it means. something. I don't know, man. He's he's Probably so deep. It. He's so deep. So here's the deal. What can we expect from 2020 Driver Tech? And is Jason Day good at golf these days? That is that is actually a really good question. Uh, Jason Day is he as good at golf these days? He's not as good as he was, right? I think Jason Day just got on a run. He was putting out of his mind. He's one of the best putters and he was hitting the ball pretty damn good. So with that being said, you know, going back to when J-Day was pretty dominant there at the players, you know, won a PGA championship, a couple other wins in there and, and ascended to number one in the world. I don't think we're going to see that Jason Day ever again. And I think a lot of people are going to point to, you know, his his back problems or his health and this, the way he swings. Frankly, I love the way he swings. I like some of the restriction, but the dude could probably scale back and still be just as good as he ever was. That uh, that wraps up Jason Day. 2020 driver tech, though, real quick. Let me just get on this. I have now seen majority of the drivers that are coming. Not a lot impresses me on the heads, okay? The heads are, and I'm going to tell you, this is as unbiased as it gets. I think Cobra's going to have the best driver in 2020. From what I've seen, I would agree. I think they're going to have the best looking. I think they're going to have the best performing for the greatest scope of people. But also, with that being said, I haven't seen what Ping has coming. And I'm sure they're going to replace the G410, which was good, but was really just a G400, in my opinion, with movable weight, which is okay. Uh, Epic Flash from Callaway did really, really good in the Bay and really, really popular on tour and for a lot of different players, I think that Epic Flash is still going to hold court as far as uh, being a top performer for Callaway next year. TaylorMade, I'm just meh on what I saw, but it's probably better than what they had in the past year. And I know a lot of people that really liked M5 and M6, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, jury's out. I, you know, it doesn't matter until I hit it all, but I am pumped on what, 
um, is coming out with shafts. I think shaft is where the most advancement's going to come, not just in 2020, but in the future. Because if you think about it, heads can get better, especially on the misses, but they're not really going to get faster when you hit the middle of the club face. You know, Mel, for, for you or anyone that's not a golf geek, there's a legal limit to how fast a ball can come off a club face. So you can't just make a club faster and faster. Like there's such a thing as a legal limit. So we're at the legal limit. We've been at the legal limit. They're just making the rest of the golf club that much better. And um, one of the things that they can do is, you know, get the right shaft. You can put the right shaft and enhance speed that way. And until they limit that, I think that's where we're going to see the biggest advances in driver technology in the next couple of years. Cool. Cool story. Cool story, bro. Um, okay. I'll clearly edit so, all of that out. <laughs> It'll make it sound like you just went right into it. Um, ever been to St. Louis in my favorite time of day uh, to play golf? So, no, I have not been to St. Louis. Crazy. It's kind of weird um, that I haven't been. Um, and my favorite time of day to play is in the evenings. I hate the mornings. I'm not a morning person. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I think what, like three, four o'clock is kind of, kind of my jam. Probably. I, I like going out though when like the sun's setting, like I like being out there in the evening, finishing the round. Well, when nobody's there. Yeah. I like that <laughs> that's, too. that's also like, I like when the golf course is ours. Yeah. Cause we kind of get to do what we want. That's always fun. Yeah. So that's that. I'm going to uh, move into uh, the next question says, do you listen to foreplay uh, podcast? I do not. Uh, no offense to those guys. I just don't really listen to podcasts. And um, the little bit that I have listened to them, it's just really not my style. Again, no offense. I know their podcast is great. Um, it's just not my style. Now, that's not really a chick podcast, though. So I get, well, I give right, you a That's pass. what I'm saying. Like, there's moments where it's like none of this like too dude yeah way too yeah. dude for yeah. for you i mean i watched i think i watched some of the jake owen one and i am a huge jake owen fan but i checked out i was like no this isn't going anywhere that i care to hear and that might be the best and biggest podcast they've yeah, ever had kind of sad that it didn't like I, I you don't care you just don't care though you don't care about what what jake owen has to say about the golf and his, some of his stories like that doesn't like get you right, excited right so Weston asked me something, and, and this is really good. Weston's a good guy on on IG. He actually, I just he just posted his his stash, and he, he gives the pod love. So Weston, thanks so much for that. What golf club did you own and regret selling? Can I answer the next one? You finished, but can I can I try to guess? You will never be able to guess it because this oh, okay. was way pre you. Oh, yeah, okay. way pre you. Okay. Uh, so I had a I had a uh, Scotty Cameron Laguna what two point five or Laguna two or what? I think it was a two point five. Amazing. Played with it in high school, and then I, I got rid of it, and then I bought another one, and then I got rid of that, and it's because I've, I've never been one to hold on the golf clubs until recently, and- Yeah, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now I hold on the golf clubs a little bit more. Uh, I've always like, you know, sold clubs to buy my next club. Uh, I did that once with a set of TaylorMade TP smoke irons, and uh, these irons, if you remember them, they had some amazing- smoke shiny finish before anybody was doing like a smoke finish and I sold them because I think I paid $750 for them and somebody offered me $800 and I did the math after using them for about six months and I got rid of them and made money on them. So TP smoke irons. Weston knows exactly what those irons are and he's probably like, those were good ones. You done fucked up. What is your handicap? I do not play golf like that. So I do not have a handicap. Um, I don't even want to guess what it would be because uh, it's embarrassing. Um, but no, I don't have a handicap. Hopefully in the next year I will have a handicap because I'm really going to focus, um, on improving my game and taking lessons. I know I keep saying that, but, um, our schedule really opens up for us next year and it's going to give me a lot of time, um, for golf. That being said, um, that also, I'm going to tie that into, um, somebody asked me how long I have been playing. So I would say I got my first set of clubs for like four years ago. Cause we were living in South Florida, yep. like right at four years ago. Um, but I didn't really like go out and play. Like I'd go to the driving range and that was about it. I still didn't know what I was doing. Um, I'd say like actually taking it serious, probably the last two years. Um, but really kind of like the last year, like actually caring about what my swing looks like, what I'm doing, asking for help. Um, 
not just from you, but like an instructor saying, okay, um, you know, look at this, look at this, look at this. I'm nowhere near where I need to be. I am so far from where I was. Um, I can say that, but next year I'm really going to focus, um, on my, on my game. And You're going to play a lot more and that's going to help. Yeah. Like you got I mean, to, I'm to improve, you got to be out there more. I, I, a thousand percent. And we just haven't had the time. So I'm excited to focus on it next year. And my goal truly is like, I want to start playing in events. I want to be a part of it. Um, and I just can't do that right now and like take it serious. I could go out there, but not take it serious. Um, and I want to be able to go out there and take it serious. So, so um, I'm extremely excited about that for next year. I'm really looking forward to it. What are you most excited for this coming PGA season from Side Hill Lie, our buddy Eric? Well, I have to say the majors because I'm going to try and be a one or two or three. I'm going to try and do whatever I can. All right. As Mel keeps talking about our schedule opening up in 2020, hopefully that means that we'll end up at least, if we're lucky, at the Masters. I, I just keep putting it out there. We're Still never need that plug. We're Still never need somebody. We're never going to to uh, win the lottery, the the Masters lottery, no. the one lottery that matters the most. No. Uh, but I believe that we have connections, a couple of them, and we could get. I just want to go to practice round. You know, I want to do the practice round at the Masters. I yeah, just want I don't to want the madness of the actual Masters. No, well, I don't want to go without my phone for a whole day. Yeah, right. Or is it not my phone? It's cameras. I don't think you can do cameras or anything. Yeah, but you have your phone out, and then it's instantly like assuming. Yeah, no, 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 no. At the at Augusta, you can't bring your phone. That's what I'm saying. You just said cameras. Yeah, but no. So, but you can bring like your like a digital camera or something yeah, that's like that. Stupid. Who's yeah. doing that? We sorry, are, if we you are do doing that. that. I'm sorry. Everybody, <laughs> literally, everybody does it. It's the only way you can get a picture of you or anything at Augusta. I don't get it. Why? It's still a picture. What's the difference? I have no. I have that's no idea. Stupidest thing um, ever. Where's the Where's the PGA? The PGA is in New York. We love New York. We'd love to go back to New York. Uh, we went and visited Mel's family. That was amazing. Love I've to never be able played to golf again. up there. So that was a really, um, that was an exciting time for me. Actually, somebody asked me, I totally cut you off. Sorry. But somebody asked me, they're in the UK and they said, where in the United States could we go to, you know, get a little bit of a change of scenery. And I'm not really good at that because I've not played at enough places to answer that because normally we're like in Florida playing and I love the beach and I love like that atmosphere. But when we went up to, um, New York two years ago and I like played upstate, it was so beautiful. And there's just, it's so different than anything I've ever experienced. Um, I actually played really well up there too. And I don't know if it's like because of the hills and like valleys and all that. I, I don't know, but I played probably the best round that I've ever played up there. And it was just, it was pretty, I just, it was different and I liked it. You know, I think that, I think that you had that same vibe when we went to Indiana yeah. and we played Deer Creek. Yeah. And we played Hickory Stick. I like the little like like the backwood. Hill. No, back. you like the hills and you like like the golf like we do not have it in Florida. Yeah, Simple as the, that. I like the like not stuffy country club. Like I like just being able to go out and have fun. I don't want to worry about you know, we were talking about it in a, in a big group chat the other day like where you're putting your shoes on at you know, oh my God, you're putting your shoes on in the parking. Like, I don't want to worry about that. I want to show up and I want like there to be a dog on the front porch. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's so quickly then Deer Creek Golf Club, Pedro. All right. We used to have this dog, the golf course dog. His See, name was Pedro. That. He was a mutt as can be. Mike Kendrick, our assistant pro, if you will, fed that guy, that dog to his death. Yeah. I love that. You'd get leftover hot dogs. I mean, probably oh, had the God. highest cholesterol Poor dog ever. yeah but he lived yeah. longer than any other any other dog ever right i'm, I'm there but, for that i yeah. love that and that dog started out shy as can be and 10 years later everybody loved old pedro and who the hell names a dog pedro I mean, in america in indiana, in, in indiana <laughs> right yeah hey, so pedro. don't get me wrong i love like I love, I love the country club. We do it. It's fun. But my real jam, if you really yeah. want to make me happy is taking me somewhere just small and quaint and quiet. And I just love that. I still want to join Tim Aquana. That's a goal of mine. I really love, I, I haven't even played the golf course in a That's love very that golf country course. club though. It's so country club, but it's actually more like historic golf. It's very golf. Even though they, they just added, you know, the pool and the I oasis and all this. I the wife's there. The I wives, don't know. I think you'd no. be, you'd probably be surprised in the younger end. I think you'd be surprised because I'm just saying you might fit in perfectly. Maybe. All right. We'll um, see. Okay. 
Did you, did you go? You did. You, yeah, you went I, I kind of wrap, I would cut you off. Oh yeah. Well, he, Eric just asked what I was most excited about. I, I would say that, you know, it's easy for me to go. I want to see Tiger win, Tiger win 83. I want to see Tiger win a, ma- a major or a couple majors. I want to see all that. But I think really what I'm excited the most about is the fact that you and I are going to go to more events this year. We're yeah. going to travel. Got, um, well or, together. Know, I mean, yeah. last year I, I did a couple events without you and it's just, it's not the same. It's not the same. We're real. What Mel and I found out, and this is, a. Uh, true like you know kind of awareness moment between the two of us is we are really good together when we are together and we are kind of and in that kind of sounds stupid like like oh of course you're married no, like not, not at all like, like yeah like there there truly is like this show could very easily be called brian and mel like it could be Brian I mean, and Mel. I wouldn't, you're pushing it now, but just saying <laughs> well it's not the mel golf show the mel show golf show all right i'm just saying Brian and Mel could be a thing maybe one day. We'll have a marriage, we'll have a relationship podcast and we'll just talk about how terrible getting married is. Oh, that's horrible. It's kind of true, but I love you Somebody still. wants to know how old I am. I don't you do the are, whole guessing game. You are oh, two, you think I, I am? it's so stupid, right? You are two months older than me. I bagged yeah. myself an older lady. Old lady over here. Um, I'm 34. I will be 35 in February. So, Which yeah. makes me 34 and I'm 35 getting, in April. I'm, I'm getting up there. Oh, sorry. So you're so pretty, Mel. Why do you get Botox? Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't somebody ask you that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Botox has nothing to do with whether you're pretty or not. Let's just put that out there. Um, and for all the men that constantly tell women, oh, you don't need this done, you don't need this done, well, guess what? It's my body, and if I want it done, I don't need you telling me what I need to do. So as much as I appreciate you telling me I'm beautiful, I would like to stay that way. So you have to do things as far as like preventative and making sure the wrinkles don't get worse. You so, like Botox. So um, I love it. Botox. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So yeah, Botox and fillers are my friends. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, not pretty with, with when I don't have it. Um, I just, I like it. Well, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I notice when you get things done, like your eyelashes done, which I think is goofy as hell. But when you get your eyelashes done, I'm like, which I do every two weeks. Oh my gosh. I can't go without my eyelashes. Which is still baffles my mind how much money that costs. And you, but where, where does that money even go? How do, but how, where does that money come from? Oh, you know, I've got places, but you note it. You will say, oh honey, you don't have makeup on and you look really good. And then you like stop mid sentence and you're like, oh shit, you got your eyelashes done today, didn't yeah. you? Or the other day you looked at me and you're like, wow, your skin looks really smooth. Oh, it's your Botox. It does make a difference. Makes a difference. Yeah. Yep. So I love myself with or without the Botox, with or without all the other stuff. I just, if I can do it, I'm going to do it. I should have started off the podcast with this one. I think deep down, I I wanted to start the podcast off with this, but I just got so wrapped up. Sam Annault and Halt. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Sam Right. Sam, <laughs> he, he asked me, he said, ever thought about making a YouTube channel and make your following bigger? Oh, I want to answer on that too, though. Not about the YouTube. Okay. So, all right. There, well, then there's like a couple parts to this, right, yeah. Sam? And one of them is, of course, I've thought about making a YouTube channel. You think I, I like sit here all the time in this golf industry and go, man, I... I love watching and consuming golf content. Me and my golf, Rick Shields, Peter Finch, like those three channels alone in the past eight to 10 years has been like what, what I don't know, has kind of kept me going as far as golf content and like consuming it. And then of course you got like the golfwrx.coms and now we got Ian Frazier and that team at TXG. That's great. I love what they're doing. You know, a lot of times I go, wow, I did. I so should have done that, right? And it's easy to say, but I never put in the time to do it. And I never really wanted to put in the time to do it. And I'm getting there now. So yes, going to start a YouTube, actually with no motivation of making my following bigger, it's more for me about the following or the people that want that to be able to access me there too. Because I know you're spending time on YouTube and I don't, you know, I don't really feel like everyone's just only going to consume my Instagram and that if I'm going to reach more people to hopefully grow businesses and get more awareness for what we have going on with Steez and T's and the events, then I, I probably do need to get 
on YouTube. Like today I had a guy come in and he was talking about uh, Sam Putt Lab and all this. And he's like, yeah, I watch YouTube. And, you know, all the time I get people are like, yeah, I watch YouTube. And, you know, I watch TXG, these guys. And it's like, well, I'm in the fitting business. Of course, I, I know TXG. But at the same time, I'm also in the content business. So I really know Ian and TXG, right? Now, I, that I easily go, wow, that guy could easily have been like the many people that come in and go, hey, I follow you on Instagram. That's how I came into Club Champion today. That's one of the coolest things. So yes, I'm going to do YouTube. I just, I don't have a timetable. I just know that I'm going to have more time to do it. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Meaning I'm going to definitely just be me and record it and let it happen. If I get an idea, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to follow schedules, release videos on Mondays and Fridays and Mondays and Thursdays and whatever the algorithm says. And I'm not going to tell you to smash the like button and, and subscribe. Like that's up to you. I, same thing with this podcast. Like I could probably have two times the amount of listens if I was constantly shoving down, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I just put the podcast out there and it is what it is. If you listen, thank you. If you don't, well then- I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> They're not listening anyways. It's just it. Um, I wanted to say a little bit on that. First of all, um, nothing we do is for the numbers. And I, I, I don't want that to come across, across like we don't care about, you know, followers and friends and family and whatnot. But I don't, we wouldn't do a YouTube channel to get more followers. Like that wouldn't be the first instinct of, oh, maybe we should do this to get a bigger following. Um, I think your heart's been in it for a while. I've been on you for a while, like wanting to do it. Um, but our schedule just hasn't allowed it. So as much as you're going to be doing like golf content and whatnot for the, for you, for YouTube, um, I want to do a little bit of vlogging as well, just because some people want to see like the behind the scenes of, of what we do and just being at events. And, you know, we do go on a decent amount of, you know, vacations and whatnot, and just kind of showcasing um our life together and a little bit of behind the scenes of just kind of how much fun we can sometimes have maybe how goofy <laughs> we can be sometimes um because I don't think people always get to see that so I think that'll be um a little bit of a fun side for people to see and not just always see the business side of things well I don't you know it's like I don't know when I think about the YouTube channel though I go we could be you and I could do it in so many different directions right you know, it could be very golf focused. It could be very like life focused. And I think that's the tough part. Like I want to get people on this podcast. Like I want to get my mentor, Phil Becker on here, right? He's not, we're going to talk about golf for 30 seconds and that's it. And I'm already telling you why we would talk about golf. And that's just, I was on the phone with him during the entire back nine of the masters when Tiger won. So that's as far as my golf relationship goes, right? But that's not going to pertain to a lot of people on here. Just like our YouTube channel, sometimes we're going to do things and, and put up videos that maybe a diehard golfer is like, why am I watching this? And that, that video is just not for, for them and that right. reason. But, and luckily you can pass through and not worry about it. And not everything will be like that. And I think that's okay, you know, and, and I'm not going to be a big club reviewer guy. I've talked about that, right? I'm going to review the clubs and the products that I want to review. I'm not going to go do comparisons of every brand and, and do all that stuff. It's just, it's just not I what think that I, that's what makes us us though, is just being able to kind of do whatever. Yeah. And not care about the, the, I guess, end result as far right, as it's not like about views. It's not, oh my God, how many views can we get? How many of this can we? like, we just like to do it. And yep. so I think that that's, I, I think that that's what makes it fun. And so what it boils down to is as of now, there is one of us that has time and then there's one of us that has the skills to <laughs> produce videos. Are you saying I have all the time in the world to do YouTube? I'm saying you have more time than me. Okay. And that I am I the one that would be editing the videos. Desk. No, I would be the one editing videos. So that being said, when the two of us are both with more time, you know, I'm going to have yes. whatever, to, uh, 10 yes. times the amount of time I have now next year, you know, we'll be able to come together and, and I'll have time to edit because here's people the, might be wondering why, like you've said that quite a bit, like, and we keep talking about you having extra time. Is that something that you're touching on yet or no? I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to go part-time next year at Club Champion. And I think that it's for the better. Um, I'm very fortunate that they're going to allow me to, to go part-time and, and still keep, you know, me, uh, I guess, fitting in, in Bay One. And, uh, you know, clearly I'm, I'm, we're taking a hit, you know, and we're taking a gamble 
but we're kind of gambling on ourselves in 2020 and we're going to see how far it can go. And I think we've, we've made it pretty far on a couple of gambles and this is just going to be a continuation of that. But it'll be fun because it'll allow you to also kind of travel to other club champion locations um, and fit there as well. Obviously you'll do like a fit day and fill your schedule um, or it wouldn't, you know, make sense to, yeah. to travel that far. But I think that, I, I think that's awesome. Well, I think for us to be able to travel to another city and you meet people and connect and, and do fittings elsewhere outside of Jacksonville, I think that's going to be awesome. The grand, scope of things i what i want to do and somebody the i kicked this show off with the question of what i enjoy most about you know working a club champion and i described that a little bit but of course the thing that i miss out on and and i guess i enjoy it the most is if i'm working with a pga tour player or i'm working with a friend or i'm working with someone who sought me out specifically because of instagram that is awesome to me but me being in one location I do not get to reach as many people in the fitting bay as I'd like to. Right. And Club Champion has over 70 locations across the country. People come to me all the time and they go, if I can't get fit by you, then if I trust you, you're going to, you know, if you're going to tell me that Club Champion is going to do just as good of a job as if I came to you and I'm going to tell them, well, of course, you know, I'm trained all these fitters across the country, across our company are trained by the exact same people in the same program as I am. I just put myself out there a little bit more, obviously with the IG and all that. Um, but as, as far as that goes, like to be able to say in three months on this day, I am going to be, or, or let's go quicker. In one month, I'm going to be in Cincinnati for three days. If I can fill out the bay on this day, you know, for four straight fittings or whatever it is, you know, however long I'm fitting there, I'll do your fitting, you know? And, and I just threw out Cincinnati. Look, not all the locations are going to be able to do that. I don't think, you know, we haven't really like polished this. This is just, look, if I, in my free time, want to go fit somewhere and there's an open bay, then why wouldn't, why wouldn't they want me to come in there and, and fit? You know, we're going to, we have the same system. So it's very easy for me to go in there and, and fit people and, and just be able to reach more people and hopefully be an ambassador for club champion in a, in a bigger way too, because club fitting is important, but getting club fit properly is way more important than just going and getting a free fitting. And you know, the, the person slapping you on a launch monitor and saying, this is the best. So, um, you know, it's kind of want to, push that narrative. And I, th I think that, um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, spread the message through me, right? <laughs> you know, like, let me be the messenger and I'll do that as much as I can. Yep. Plus I'm free marketing. You don't have to pay me to do that. There you go. Cause if you buy clubs for me, you're essentially paying me. <laughs> do you have a question? Uh, I'm tapped out. You're tapped out. I'm tapped out. So Colin I mean, I have more questions, but they all kind of are the same. Yeah. And then some of them are just like feet questions and Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, look, let's just try and go through a couple of these because these can apply. Uh, Colin McCarthy, PGA, hey, buddy. You, know, you know, Colin, um, I actually, so I don't talk to Colin much. Colin is uh lefty righty, you know, it's just scratch golfer left and right. Used to go by two side, but he's, he's, he's now legit. He's official. He's he, not, he's two side. He won. Holy moly, man. He did. Um, I, I like Colin better now that I don't run in the same circles as Colin, if that makes sense. Because I think that when you get into these groups of, Hey, we've got 12 people and they all are vying for attention, you know, influencers and in this, and these little meetups and stuff. It's, Which is why we don't do them, by the it's way. It's tough. It's tough because you don't get to know like the person, period. Right. You just, you get to know the person and they're trying probably for the most part people. And I'm not just saying Colin, Colin, this part is not just you specifically. It's like everyone in this industry. They're trying to give you their highlight reel in minutes because they're trying to cram what makes them special and deserving to be in your presence. Yeah. And this is everyone. And not your presence. All specifically, the, exactly. Exactly to be in the space that they're in. Right. So, and with that being said, like, that's just, it's a weird vibe. Well, I think, I think you can say that again, not basing it off of Colin. I think we, and not to name names, but there's a lot of people in those settings like that, that you kind of go, oh, really? And then you get them out and people could say it about us. Um, but you get them outside of the setting and it's like, Oh God, they're so good outside of these events and these 
things. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just like, oh my God, you get to see who they really are. And it's just, I wish more people got to see that in that space than having to remove them. You nailed so it. So to speak. That's a real thing, by the way. That's a true, real thing. Yeah. Uh, every bit of it from uh, But that goes for radio. That goes for all of that. Oh, and not yeah. to like go back to radio, but Ego. for God's sake, oh my God, I could choke. I'm mean, None of them listen to this, so I can say it, but 95% of them, I wanted to choke. <laughs> and I just go, this is not who you are. What are you doing? And I'm sorry, but you are not that cool. Like, and that goes across the board. Like nobody is that cool that they should act like that. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Uh, humble like, pie. Everybody needs a slice yes. of humble pie for sure. Yes. And that's, that's one of the things that try, this probably doesn't sound humble, but I, I swear. So again, Colin, this wasn't at you. It just brought up, but yeah. Um, my whole thing is now, like I, I just, I look at, I look at Colin totally different than I, than I did before when I, when I ran in circles, you know, with, with all of these events and whatnot. Now I just, you know, seldomly talk to him and it's like, you know what? This dude just loves golf so much. And uh, he would ask this question. He just said, what brought you to the game or who brought you to the game? So Tiger Woods brought me to the game, but I would not have ever had my first set of golf clubs if it wasn't for my grandpa, Don, who played a lot of golf. Um, you know, he, he had a hole in one and he would shoot in the seventies sometimes. That's, that's like the claim to fame in our family, right? And so with that being said, grandpa Don gave me and we'll give my dad and and by my dad not playing me set of clubs. I had like a 13 wood, Melissa, a 13. Wood. I don't even know what that is. It's like a seven iron, but it looks oh, like a fairway favorite. wood, <laughs> yeah, but it looks like a fairway wood. Basically it's a uh, old school T rail. Uh, no, I like no. it. I can get behind that. I like that. Yeah, But I would, I would hit the shit out of this old 13 wood and I wouldn't have ever gotten into the game. If it wasn't for those clubs and you know, happy Gilmore tiger woods and that whole 96, 97 era. And then my cousin played and you know, I got to play a couple times with him and uh, you know, that, that was, that was kind of where it all started for me. So if it wasn't for, you know, that, and then who pushed golf for me was my uncle Tony. It was just, you know, we'd play basketball constantly constantly playing basketball and then i picked up golf and we slowed down on basketball and he just you know he's like look i beat your ass at every sport and i can't beat you at golf and i'm gonna beat you at golf and he never came close to beating me at golf he never will never would it's one of the worst golfers ever <laughs> which i don't understand because he's naturally an athlete uh couldn't figure out golf wouldn't wouldn't take directions you know everyone in my life i surpassed in in golf as far as in my family and none of them take advice from me they're all like no i just want to do it my way it's like well your way is wrong I'm telling you, I can make you incrementally better. Does this sound familiar, Mel? No, <laughs> Not a, I don't know. You actually do take some advice from me. I so, try. And then I guess, Mel, for you, the easy answer is I brought you into the game, but well, not really. Yeah, I mean, I would say I grew up, again, my grandfather played golf, got three, four times a week minimum. Um, golf was truly like his life. And growing up, I would always go over to their house. I'd stay the night or whatever. Um, but anytime you were at my grandparents' house, my grandfather was watching golf to the point where like my grandmother had her own separate like living room because she was like, oh my God, all he does is watch golf. Um, and I remember growing up like sitting on the couch with him because in order to get time with him, that's what I would have to do. I would just sit on the couch with him um, and I would have no idea like what it meant or what, and I'd see like, you know, he's five under, what does that mean? What do you, okay. What do you mean? Some holes are worth more and more like I was, I was, <laughs> no I clue. had no idea. And he'd try to explain it to me and I'd still be like, okay, well, why is this hole five and this hole is four and birdie paw? I, I didn't understand what any of that, but yeah. I, I always associated golf with my grandfather and just his love of it and his passion. I mean, the guy was just, he was an incredible golfer as well. Um, and so I, I actually um, have his putter, which is super special to me and um, had that redone by LabWorks. Um, and it's definitely something that I will treasure forever. Um, but yeah, so he, I mean, I grew up around it. And then when we got together, you didn't really play. Um, and then when you started playing more, I would go with you here and there. And I don't know. I think one day I was just like, uh, I want to try. I sucked. It was awful. Um, I'm super competitive for the most part. And I'm like, screw this. I'm going to figure this out. Um, I still haven't figured it out because I haven't <laughs> really tried. Um, Nobody uh, has. Though. Although, and I feel like I try and that's where I struggle. I think the most, um, 
you know, we'll go out there and we'll practice and I'll have a really good day and I'll go back so excited the next day going, man, I've really made some headway. I'm going to do, I'm going to be just like I was yesterday and I completely shit the bed. And I'm like, I'm doing the same thing. And you're like, you're not, if you were, you would look the way that you did yesterday. And so for me, it's really like, and you're always like, okay, what did you feel? What did you feel? And I don't always feel feel a difference in my head. I'm like, I did the same thing. Um, so, but back to it. So, uh, I mean, just started playing with you and it was something that you were always doing. And, you know, Gavin and I started going and I got the bug. I loved the people. I love the people that we meet through it and being out there. And look, I just like being outside and being able to listen to music and, and hang out and jam out. And, um, I mean, I think some of our, our best memories are at the golf course. So, yeah. Oh, I was just saying it earlier when we were just talking about golf course. We're like, you know, we're in the middle of trying to push battle at the beach spots. We got what, two two spots left. Say, we so only I'm, have two spots left. So Really, you know, this event's so special to me. And and we don't have to sell the two spots. No. I would just, what, and it happens every time, is we close registration because we have to know far in advance, like, what we're doing as far as the teams, and we have to have a certain amount. We close it. And then it never fails. Two, three days later, somebody comes in and they're like, oh, is there still a spot left? And because so many times we push it and we push it and we push it and we push it, we're like, okay, yeah. But then we're scrambling last minute. And with there being five events next year, we have to now run this as a business. Like we love the people that are in our events and the new people that are coming. And, um, but that, that being said, it is a business and we have to run it that way. So um, as much as we say we have two spots we need to fill, we don't have to fill them. I'm ready to just call it quits and so that I can move forward because there's so much on the back end that I have to do that I can't do until I have final count. Yeah, it's way easier to just know who's so, playing and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so- But, but I'm trying to give everybody the chance It's just because <laughs> I, I know how it works. Yeah. Well, that tournament is so special to me, but it's not just that tournament. You know, when you're just talking about us having good memories on the course, like I just remember, you know, you and I don't get to be alone very often. We have a son and then now we have a dog. All right. Dog is literally under your feet right now. He's snoring. Mm -hmm. It's not me that you hear. It's him. He sleeps <laughs> right on top of you every night. And then midway through the night, he comes and sleeps and snuggles on my neck and snores in my ear. So like we don't get time. So when you and I get to go just be, I don't know, a little loose with our responsibility. We went to Hammock Beach and we went and played golf and we went dinner. And, you know, like then we have an event there at that place. And it's like, this place is special to me because of the memories that we've made at the golf course, you know, playing. Like we had so much fun playing, just you and I jamming out, playing uh, conservatory, playing, you know, the course next to the ocean. The ocean course is amazing. And then we get to spend it with, you know, a couple months later with all our friends at Battle of the yeah, Beach. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't remember playing the conservatory at the, or being at the conservatory. Um, during, during the event? <laughs> during the event. Um, that's how much fun I had. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's moments like that. Yep. That, wait, the not forgetting or the... No, the, no, 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 no. Just, just the memories and spending that time and then being able to go back with, you know, friends that have truly become family and create more memories with them because we always take so much away from these events and selfishly, you know, as much as we do the events because we know, you know, people like them and it's fun and, uh, you know, yes, we make some money off of them through sponsorships and what, what not, like we're not just doing it for, you know, shits and giggles, but we, we truly do do it because of the memories that we walk away with. And I know we say that a lot and people are like, yeah, okay, You say sure. that a lot. Um, you always turn it but, and get emotional and but shit. But I do. Trying and to do I, a podcast here about questions and answers but I, and because you're getting people, emotional. And people don't get it until they're there. And I will say everybody that leaves the event that, you know, stay, everybody stays. I mean, everybody that so far has played is now playing in multiple events. Like nobody comes and they're like, ah, screw this. We ain't doing this again. Um, everybody walks away with friendships and they're just like, oh my God, I didn't get it until I was here. And now I get it. Like, yep. you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's special. It's fun. And, uh, I, I love it. And there's times where we don't make money because we 
put it back into parties <laughs> and drinks and everything else. But Way more um, fun. It's it's for a good reason. Way more fun. Yeah. Um, two more two more questions. One's real quick and easy. Uh, from Rance Rance Taylor Taylor made seventy eight. If you want to follow him on Instagram, plays in uh, Players Cup. He's going to play. Uh, he's doing Vegas and Players Cup again. He actually asked about. He said, "Can you elaborate on the Acra sponsorship?" Oh, that's fun. So there's layers to the shit player. Okay. No. And I said, can you tell me what you actually like mean so I can explain it better? And he's like, well, what relationship will it, what, what kind of relationship will it be like? Are there sponsor advantages? And does can, it benefit can, me? Can, can we buy through <laughs> you? That's what he said. Can you buy through you? Well, you've always been able to buy through me, but here's the deal. It's not with Acra. It's with True Sports, which encompasses Acra. So many brands. True Temper, Project X, and Graphloy. Remember Graphloy? Oh my God, Graphloy. I don't even know if they're really wanting us to like push Graphloy, but you know, I've always been able to, I mean, it's part of what I do. Well, they're not really wanting us to push anything. I mean. No, well, no, I mean, here's the deal. I'm, I'm going full bag with their product. I mean, I've already been playing Acra this year. I mean, I don't know if you know, but I play Acra. Oh, you do play (laughs) Acra. You've got Acra, you've got VA in the, uh, in the woods and those are, those are really hard for you to get out. We're going to, we're going to see if we can find you something better. And if we don't, we don't, but yeah, you've got uh, Acra 40 eyes in the, in the irons and you're going to put them in the T rails and go I'm from there. I'm gonna do some some more customs because I really like really like the pink and white. They the pink and white good. looks pretty good. But yep. so the yeah, t- I guess as far as that relationship, hopefully it's a big one, and hopefully moving forward we we become you know family just like uh, you know uh, they become our family in a sense, just like some of our other partners and and our events. And um, you know, there's always going to be advantages of me and Mel forging a relationship with any company like that because they're legit, which makes us more legit and makes everything that comes with you playing in our event that much more legit for you, hopefully. Yeah. And I mean, we're going to get them out at events, which is always fun for our players, obviously getting to meet and shake the hands of the people that are actually behind the brand. Um, we love being able to do that. So we're excited to get them out at a couple events, maybe do some fit days, um, at the events. Um, but there will be lots of product to see, touch, feel. And again, they'll, they'll eventually be out there. So that's, that's something to look forward to. And I'm going to end on this one from for college golf. It's my buddy, Mike Smith. Um, Mel, you met Mike when you met, I met him a couple of times, but yeah. I, you met him at the players, right? So, well, yeah. And then we, you know, we parked at his house, we had some drinks. Um, yeah. but yeah, I've met so him. So you actually times. remember him. Of course. <laughs> because you know, the drinks, I remember right? the good ones. Okay. So he simply said, and, um, for college golf, what Mike does is pretty cool. He actually, I best, the best way to say it is he consults future college prospects. So if you and your family are, you know, you're, you're listening to this podcast, you're 15 years old and you play competitive high school golf and you want to know how to navigate the college landscape in the future, Mike's the person that's going to help you and your family. uh, And he's going to guide you through that process. He knows anything and everything. Actually, he's going to come on the pod eventually, but I told him, I'm like, you need to be doing this because you've got a wealth of knowledge in the college game and everything that, you know, people... They have no idea. My parents had no idea the kind of shit that they really needed to be doing if they wanted me to move on and advance in the game of golf. But that being said, simple question. He just said, what inspires you? Mel, what do you think inspires me? Me. I inspire you. You are not very inspirational, (laughs) but I do do a lot with you and Gavin in the back of my head. But that is not what inspires me. But I guess technically it is. What, I, what inspires me is the potential of doing what I love and what I want to do and creating my own space to do whatever the hell I want with my life, be able to make enough money to put food on the table, roof over our heads, but most importantly, to get more time with Mel and Gavin. Like that is the only thing that I really, truly wake up in the morning and go, just another day. Sooner or later, I'm going to be spending all of my time doing this with them. Well, and that's what I was going to say. And it's not so much just like, oh, we just want to spend time together. Like we want to spend time together doing things that we love and create. Like for you, you just, and it sounds so silly, but like you just like creating content. Like you just like doing that. And so for us, it's kind of what works and when we don't have time to do that and create content, it's kind of like, what are we doing? Like, this is, this is what we want to be doing. This is where we want to be. 
this is where we need to be. And it's, I mean, it's kind of how you have always worked. And sometimes I don't always, I'm not always on board because you're like, look, if I want it, I'm, I, it's going to happen. Like I'm going to make it happen. And I'm like, whoa, 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 like pump the brakes. We can't just like jump head first. Like we got to have a plan and you're not a planner. You're just, I want it. I'm it's an executor. Happen. Yeah. And so at times. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, but I really, I truly do execute on things. Yeah. It's scary sometimes, but, um, I'm really looking forward to next year. I know it's going to be really big for us. Um, it's scary just because you never know what can happen. Um, and obviously anytime you, you're not walking away from club champion, but you know, going part-time is, is huge because we were already, you know, where we were at. Um, so, so yeah, it's going to be interesting, but uh, <laughs> we've got a real, we've like just full on, like, here's the thing. If it wasn't possible in this day, in this world we live in to truly do what you want and make a living doing it, then this, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now, but there's a possibility for us to do something special. So I'm going to try it. Never would have happened or could happen if I'm at work every single day working a nine to five for almost, I mean, nine to five, any salary, there's no nine to five. And that's the truth. It's not a nine to five. You I mean, know, you're, you're home seven, eight o'clock at night. I mean, to the point where there's nights where Gavin's like, oh, I'm not going to see dad again tonight. I'm not going to see dad. And eventually like that's wearing. And so it's just, you got to kind of put things into, into, you know, perspective and prioritize and go, you know what? I'm going to work every single day for what, you know what I mean? If it's not yeah. truly like, if you're not being, if you don't have the time to create and do the things that make you happy, what are you doing? You know, and so, that's what's that. Well, that's yeah. that's why I love that's why I left radio because I wasn't able to create and do the things I wanted to do. Even though they tell you, like, hey, the world, yay, the mic's yours, you do whatever you want. Except that's, for you're going to read this, 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 and this script, and then you're going to read this, and then you're going to say it like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's how it was. And so, you know, that's that's I'm trying to not do that again. Okay, and so we're gonna go off. And that's, that's what inspires me, Mike. And I think everybody should be finding and trying to find like their niche and, and go for it. Yeah. We you don't know, know where it's going to go, but we're excited to see where it goes. We're going to make less money and we're, but we're going to make, we're not going to make less money. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to make less money. We're going to make at least, at least the same amount of money. That's what I meant. That's, <laughs> we're going to make this about the Good same amount God, of money. Please don't say less. No. Um, but we're going to experience more things. So I believe that Moving forward, we are going to be rich in experiences, and that is what's going to fuel us. Oh, my us. God, that's so cheesy. And that's what's going to fuel me, and that's what inspires me. Hopefully, you find something inspirational from this podcast. Whatever Longest the hell. podcast ever. You know, it's 55 minutes <laughs> or 50. It's a fucking hour of us oh just talking to each other. And, and that's why we haven't started a YouTube channel, because we got to condense this down about 10 minutes. Jesus. Well, we wouldn't be able to do it. It wouldn't be nearly as fun. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you've got a question and it didn't make the show, or maybe uh, this, this pod opened you up and now you've got a new question, please, by all means, DM myself, Brian Golf, Brian with a Y, or Mel Show Golf. It's a M E L S H E L golf. The Brian Golf Show presented by Cobra Puma Golf. Now that you're Brian Golf Show family, here's where I need your help. We'll do it after every pod. Shoot me a DM or tweet me what you learned on the show today after listening, and I'll throw you in an exclusive contest for some random Cobra Puma Golf gear. Never know what it could be. One month could be a driver, one month could be some hats, one month could be this, that. But for every 50 entries we get, we'll pick a winner to keep it exclusive. Thank you so much for your support. Now, good Tell your friends about the Brian Golf Show. Thanks.